Hello, and welcome to Ready, Set, Retire, an audio guide packed with information to help you achieve a successful retirement. I'm your co-host, John McComb, and it's my pleasure to join Lori Pinkowski every two weeks to talk about financial and estate planning, travel, hobbies, and so much more. Whether you are planning for retirement or already living your retirement dreams, Ready, Set, Retire is for you. And Lori, for many Canadian entrepreneurs, there comes a moment when they think of a breakthrough idea for a new product or service. Turning your business dreams into realities requires a lot of planning, hard work, and upkeep. But it's the same when it comes to planning your retirement as a business owner. It's never too early to start thinking of retirement, especially when you still have time to make the positive changes that you will require, especially around your tax situation. That's right, John. Business owners all have unique and different needs, especially when it comes to retirement. I can't tell you enough. You know, many small business owners ignore kind of retirement and really good tax planning for the future because they're really focusing on their business day to day. It's all consuming, really. And maybe when they meet with their accountant once a year, they might be discussing some of that future planning. But it's really important if you're kind of within that five years of uh, retirement to get good advice, uh, whether that's from the financial planning perspective, the sale of business perspective, or from accounting perspective. And strategy and planning are always a key focus around any small business owner. And when we look at business owners all over Canada, they've been clever with the services that they came up with or the product that they're offering. Now it's really important that when you go into retirement, that you have a team of professionals that are clever in their own areas of expertise, helping you with that transition as you move forward into that next stage of life. Well, today on Ready, Set, Retire, we're going to talk about retirement planning for business owners. We'll discuss what business owners should consider when planning for retirement and tax minimization strategies. So what's the difference between planning for retirement if you own a business versus planning for retirement if you've been a salaried employee all your life? Well, I would say a salaried employee may or may not have a certain pension or they may have saved somewhat through their company and they may have a locked in RSP. And so that kind of planning is, I would say, more straightforward. A lot of people feel secure as they're going into retirement, especially if they have a big pension, if they work for the government or RCMP or the fire department, any of those, they're feeling good about that next stage. Business owners have put a lot of money into their business over the years and really not invested a lot outside. And so many of them don't really know exactly what they're going to sell their business for. So that's kind of uncertain. It depends on where we are in the economic cycle, how much money they're going to get for their business, and again, who they're going to sell it to. So there's more uncertainty, but a lot of business owners, uh, when they sell their business, can have quite a bit of money in their portfolio. We've seen 5, 10, 15, 20, $30 million sales happen for people who have put their blood, sweat, and tears into their own business. So while uncertain, it can be very fruitful for them as well at the end of the day. But it really needs a lot more detailed planning, complex planning in terms of, as I was saying, taxes, sale of a business, 
to generate the cash flow, all of those sorts of things. And typically you want to start planning about three to five years ahead of selling your business, just so you have all the structures in place and with the goal in mind to minimize tax and make it a smooth transition for your customers and clients as well. Because most business owners want to see their baby succeed after they're gone. So what are some of the things that business owners need to keep in mind when thinking about retirement? Well, I would say what kind of future do you want for your business? I have had all different conversations. Some people, their business only works if they're there, for example. You know, they're not really able to sell it. And so that's a different conversation than those that where there is a price tag on their business and they have inventory. They may own the building. So we want to kind of talk about all of those assets and really figure out what is it that you have once you decide to transition yourself out. And some scenarios to consider when thinking about selling your business is, are you going to be transferring or selling the business to a family member or a relative? We've seen that quite a bit. Selling the business to a partner or employee. You have to make sure that they can get funding to buy your business. So it may be all in well, and you think your partner is going to buy the business, but then they don't qualify for a loan to buy you out. There are other kind of fancy ways you can go about that, that they pay you ongoing income for a certain amount of years and so on and selling to just a third party. And there are companies out there that can kind of value your business and put it on the market and see what you get for it. And you may have offers come in from nobody that you know, and that may be a way to also transition out of your business. Well, it seems to me that with so many business owners who have put their you know, sweat and heart and soul into building their company, that when it comes time to sell, they're going to think, well, I believe it's worth this, but the market might say, well, no, it's actually worth this. So how does a business owner determine the value of their business? I think that it's important to have a third party, whether it be an accountant or someone independent, really appraise the value of your business and really get detailed about it. I think that's really important because, yes, you're right. You may know or think you know how much your business is worth. I find many business owners do have sort of an idea just because of revenue and what their profits are and what's the industry norm sort of thing. But yeah, you need to have a current value of what your business is worth because that's going to allow us to figure out if you're on track to meet your retirement goals. We have to take that into account. What is a business worth? What can you sell it for? Take taxes into account. And then we can start really diving deeper into what your retirement's actually going to look like because now you're going to have this lump sum when you sell your business. And some people have dreams. They want to buy a cottage. They want to buy a place in Palm Springs or they want to buy a boat, you know, and that's all going to kind of carve a little bit out of that pie that you've just created. And what we want to look at is the entire pie and make sure you have enough pieces there to take you to the end of your days. And so that's, again, where all the planning comes into account. So, again, there's many ways to structure and finance the sale of your business to a family member. So you need to make sure that you're not just thinking about giving your business to your child for free. You don't have to. Some people choose to. But just remember, it's a part of your overall retirement plan. So you may need that sale to happen. If you have the financial means to give your business to your children, that's one thing. But if you're thinking about your retirement, maybe it's uh, just something that you simply can't do. You simply can't give something with that kind of worth away. Yes. And especially if the thing about too, John, if there's 
more than one child. Let's say one child works at the company and, you know, might be a leader within that company and the other sibling is not working there. Like, how do you deal with that for inheritance purposes if there's no real fair market value price tag put on it? So that's also something to consider. So this is where I I say business owners are definitely different animals. They're more complex and it's exciting to really peel the onion back and really try to figure out what they need so that we're steering them in the right direction. And what are some of the other challenges that business owners uh, can experience when uh, withdrawing from their business? Well, again, there can be kind of barriers to exiting a business. And that's why it's really essential to come up with that transition plan well in advance of the date that you actually want to move into full retirement. So sometimes there's businesses in decline, putting personal funds back into the business, going through a downturn might help bridge the business to better time. So it might not be the right time to sell. So some people like during COVID, for example, held on to their business and, you know, it was going downhill, but it wasn't a good time to sell, even though they had perhaps wanted to retire during that time. I will say that in, in the year to two years following COVID, I've seen a lot of business owners retire and, and make that transition now. And also you have to watch out for failure of a family business. Many business owners plan to pass on their business to the next generation, as we were talking about, but they implement an ownership structure that's in place to allow for continued kind of cash flow to help provide their own retirement funding needs. And that can be in the form of dividends. Unfortunately, some family businesses do not survive in the second generation. So This is actually a conversation that I've recently had. So retirees now gave the business to a child Mm -hmm. and they're collecting income. Well, it's a pretty significant portion of their retirement income. The business is doing so-so. So if the business doesn't survive what happens to the retirement income now, right? It, it could go to zero. Yeah. And that's a risk that they have to face, I guess. And they're not in control of the business anymore. So that's where, again, that sort of structure of just retaining sort of a cash flow from your business and, you know, your kids are running the business may sound like a good idea, but what happens if something happens to the business? So you never sold it. You don't have this lump sum and that can put you in a dangerous spot in retirement. And that can make family dinners uh, sometimes very uncomfortable. <laughs> very awkward, I, w- I would imagine. So let's turn to taxes, because how can business owners minimize their taxes when it's time to sell? Well, qualified small business corporations can use a, a lifetime capital gain exemption, as we know. And this allows you to minimize taxes by exempting up to almost a million dollars now, 971000 of capital gains. That number has gone up over the years and goes up, in fact, every year. And it takes prior planning and may require reorganization of your corporate structure well in advance. A lot of people include family trusts as well. So other family members can take part somewhat in that capital gains exemption. So you need a lot of planning around that sort of thing. And also insurance is a great method for getting money out of your corporation tax-free too. But how exactly? That depends on the business, corporate structure, so on, if you have a holding company as well. And I'm throwing these things out there so it kind of just perks people's brain to kind of think if you are selling a business that maybe there's a lot of other things that you got to be thinking about, not just what that lump sum is and really properly get prepared. And like my team and I and Cindy David, the financial planner, have helped many, many people with moving into retirement and selling their business. And so we know 
everything that kind of comes along with that. And so it's important to make sure you have a team of professionals around you when making these huge decisions. And in fact, uh, we've talked about this uh, quite a bit about working with a team of professionals. So who are some of the professionals that can help with retirement planning? The team is important. So that's a financial advisor, portfolio manager. That's someone that's going to obviously manage the money for you once you have that lump sum. Like I was saying, a lot of business owners have never had this sort of money in their life. They were just putting it back into the business all the time. So uh, a lot of them tend to have very small RSPs even. So not until they sell their business do they finally have enough to retire. So you're going to need someone to properly manage the portfolio and help with ongoing kind of retirement planning. You need an accountant. They're going to help minimize your tax liability, ensure your taxes are obviously filed properly. But also what we're looking for is more for tax planning, somebody that we can lean on as well as a financial planner, a lawyer providing legal advice and can help with setting up trusts or a will. So again, you may have a business lawyer already, but you need to update the other side of things, will, trusts, making sure still you have power of attorney. And the financial planner is also really important. The financial planner is the one that puts together sort of the retirement plan, looks at taxes now and in the future, income, can you buy the boat, can you buy the cottage, can you help out your kids, all those sorts of things. A good financial planner you'll be able to lean on for that kind of information as well. I know a lot of business people, when they sell, they stay around for a year or two just to help in the transition. And that also, I think, creates a bit of cash flow. But how should a retiring business owner plan long-term for their cash flow needs? So when you're looking at cash flow, we need an idea of how much they're going to need to live on in retirement. You know, whether you're a salaried employee going to retirement or a business owner going to retirement, that's a key part of the information we need to know. Because I always say, it's not how much you have, it's how much you spend, John. So we need to know what their dreams and goals are in retirement and their spending level. And from there, then we can start planning for cash flow. And with business owners, again, it's it could be a little different because they may have these kind of different corporate structures. They may have a holding company. They have joint accounts. They may have trusts. So we need to look at all different areas of how we're going to get that income. And some of them, again, still own the real estate. And so they may be getting paid rent. They may have not sold the buildings yet. So those are important areas to look at when coming up with the cash flow for a business owner client that is going into retirement. And with that cash flow, initially, there's a lot of tax to be paid. Unfortunately, CRA, that's when they get you. And so trying to reduce the taxes as much as possible, but always there's a big tax bill for business owners. And then legal fees and accounting fees on top of it. So that first year is exciting because you have this lump sum. Then it becomes, you know, you're kind of upset because you're paying all these taxes, the legal fees and accounting fees, and then the dust settles. And then you have a portfolio, John, and then the cash flow will come from that. And so we're able to show that on paper. You know, this is how much you have in your nest egg. This is what we believe you could draw. And often, again, depending on how much they spend, there's a lot still left in the bucket for it to grow over time as well. So ideally, how much does a business owner need to save for their retirement? That is very unique to each person, each family. And I think it's really important to look at some of these questions. Maybe you can ask yourself so that you can figure out what you need for your own retirement. And so how much do you intend to spend annually or monthly might be easier actually to figure out. Most people do not budget is what I see. 
you ask them the question, oh, I don't really know. And I haven't, you know, I don't look at my monthly expenses and I, but ballpark it. That's all somebody needs. How much can you save each year leading up to retirement? That's a big one because a lot of people are in their highest income years as they get closer to retirement. So there might be five years, if you're planning right, where you're going to be able to save a lot of money before you make that step. How old are you now and what do you expect to retire? So is it next year? Is it in three years, five years? That's important for us to know when we're doing a retirement plan. And how will longevity affect the sustainability of your savings? So this is a hard one to answer, John. How long are you going to live? Um but it is important to kind of look at a family's health history or that individual's. So somebody maybe have fought and won their battle with cancer. There may be others who where heart attacks run in the family or Alzheimer's or whatever it might be. And so we do have a lot of conversation around health as well when we're doing retirement plan. Although we usually use age 95 and we all know almost turning 103 this year. So I believe in longevity. But there'll be some clients there. No, no, no. I'm not living past the age of 85. And I'm like, you're healthy as an ox. You're going to live to 100. That would be me. Oh, you're one of those, huh, John? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 95. Are you kidding? I know. Do you know know what I've put this body through? No, there's no way. I I believe I'm living to 115. So so I'm I'm on the bullish side of longevity. (laughs) And so then we have to look at what other sources of income people are going to have CPP and OAS and any other pensions, of course. And what about future health care costs and taxes on sources of retirement income? This is a big one where, again, business owners and everybody is so used to going to work, getting a paycheck, and that's it. Now they have to think about other things such as how am I going to be taxed on where I draw my income from? Like that's a big one that can be overwhelming, especially when people have uh, lots of different buckets, as I was saying, trusts and holding companies, joint account, RSPs, you know, where tax-free savings accounts, where should I be getting my income from first? So that's, again, something that we help with and we figure out with the financial planner and accountant. Whether you're a business owner or not, I think that's a pretty important area of retirement. How important is it to keep your spouse in the loop on your business and retirement plan, even if they haven't been directly involved in the business? I would say even if your spouse hasn't been involved in running your business, it's important that they know the details of the business in case something happens to you and that you've planned properly for something like that to happen. Your spouse should know who to turn to to ask questions, maybe make decisions on your behalf. Or if you have a partner, maybe you have something drawn up legally with them to be able to answer complicated questions. And again, this includes accountants, lawyers, financial planners, and portfolio manager really to help you through that. It's important that both spouses have a relationship with your professional team. So this can be easier said than done, though, John. I mean, there are a lot of spouses who want nothing to do with the business They're dealing with what's going on at home with the kids growing up. And so trying to figure out the corporate structure of the company is not on the top of their list after raising three children. So it really depends. But I always want both spouses in the room. And when we're talking and I always try to talk in a language that people understand, I think that's important. And again, with tax planning, often the spouse is somewhere within that corporate structure. They may or may not even know that they're, you know, their percentage uh, shareholder or something like that. So often when we're putting together documents and we need to know all of that information, 
uh, when we're talking about the portfolios, the spouse is always involved. But the sale of the business, um, it really depends on that spouse. Some are definitely way involved. Some are not involved at all. So it really depends. And so that's what open communication does, because we don't know this until we sit down with a family to talk about selling the business. Where does everybody stand? Uh, what knowledge do they have in the business? And uh, do they have thoughts and feelings about selling that business going forward? Well, it's never too early for business owners to start thinking about their end game. After all, you eventually want to enjoy the fruits of your hard work, uh, but there's a lot to consider. That's why it's important to have the full support of a team of financial professionals that are talking to each other, especially during transitional times, such as retiring from your own business. Yeah, many business owners associate a large part of their identity and who they are with their business. And and John, you and I have talked about that quite a bit around business owners or just retirement in general. When people leave a profession, you can't take the profession with you mostly. And so you're going to have to make a change in life. And that can be difficult. But I do see it, especially with business owners, because again, as you said, they put their heart, sweat and tears into this business. And now they are walking away from it to a certain degree. I do see a lot of kind of business owners take time to transition. It's not overnight. They stay with the with the company for a year, maybe even are asked to stay on two years in some sort of role so that it is a smooth transition. But eventually you will have a successful exit as long as you plan as you head into retirement. And I think that plan is so important have that team of professionals so that you can live a happy, long, healthy, exciting retirement after uh, after you owned your business. All right. Some wise words, some wisdom that has been gained over more than 20 years from Lori Pinkowski. Do you have a quote for us to send us off? I do, John. I do. To be successful, you have to have your heart in your business and your business in your heart. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Every business owner knows about having their their heart in the business and uh, some good days and some bad days, but the successful ones are are those who can uh, pull it off and pull through the the grueling times, the hard times, and uh, be successful in the long run, which is what you want. Exactly. I've seen a lot of business owners that, you know, had to pivot during COVID, for example, yeah. and, and some came out uh, more successful than they went in even, you know. And so I think that uh, successful business owners often are flexible and forward thinking. And again, they're concentrating on their business, John. And so this is where we're talking here today that there's a whole nother part of their planning that professionals need to do for them as they head into retirement because they're so busy focused on their business. So I'm, I'm happy we're able to get together today and chat about business owners. And we will get together in uh, two weeks from now and uh, once again do Ready, Set, Retire for people who uh, not only are planning for their retirement, but who are already retired because we have Lots and lots of information to convey to uh, anyone who's thinking about retirement, and basically all of us are thinking about retirement at some point. So we'll catch up and do it again in two weeks. Sounds good, John. Looking forward to it. And that's a wrap for this week's edition of Ready, Set, Retire. If you're interested in learning more or have any questions, please don't hesitate to call Lori and her team at Pinkowski Wealth Management, 604-695-LORI, 604-695-5674. For Lori Pinkowski, I'm John McComb. Thanks for listening and join us again in two weeks for another edition of Ready, 
set, retire. The comments and opinions expressed in this podcast are the result of work done by Lori Pinkowski. They may differ from the opinion of Canaccord Genuity's research and should not be considered as representative of Canaccord's beliefs, opinions, or recommendations. All views expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and do not constitute an offer or solicitation to buy or sell any securities. Canaccord Genuity Wealth Management is a division of Canaccord Genuity Corp., member of the CIPF and IROC.